I want to thank everybody again for joining us on another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner and sitting down with a really good friend of mine. I actually met him at East Carolina University and um, didn't even really meet him through the avenue as to why he's on the podcast today, but met him. We became really good friends and um, really discussed some ideas and just different things that we had um, going on with each other and just different plans and um, everything like that. Stayed in close contact with him throughout the years, even worked um, alongside with him for a couple of years or so at the good old uh, West End Neighborhood Service Office for all my people out there. So I uh, want to give a big shout out to a brother, a really good friend of mine, um, Xavier Brody. How you doing today, man? Man, I'm blessed. Every every day that I'm up again, another chance to do it. I'm blessed, man. I I, I feel good, man. You know, it's it's crazy, man. I don't really believe in accidents. You know, it's kind of crazy like you say. You know, we met each other a long time ago, and you know, here we are. You know, paths crossing again for for a good purpose. So it's real dope. Absolutely, no, definitely. Uh, I believe in all that—the telepathy, the fate, and everything. So, can you just tell everybody out there for the people listening, uh, for me myself, and um, and just for even your fans too, what it is that you do and kind of how you got started with everything? Well, first and foremost, I go by the name of Vex Brody. Real simple, first initial, last name, um, and I am an artist. Um, you know, particularly in music. Uh, you know, I make dope music from the heart. You know, a lot of R and B, pop. Uh, hip hop, you know, just a variety of different things that I've been influenced by gospel um, over the years. Um, I think I make really dope music. I put together, I'm a director as well, so I put together pretty great um, visuals. I just released a new project titled She, um, S-H-E, that's on all streaming platforms, it's Apple Music, Spotify, etc. Um, but what I'm trying to do is just make the world feel um, so that, you know, I can be remembered when I, when I pass on. Absolutely. There's nothing like wanting to leave an impact behind, wanting to leave a legacy. I know a lot of people have different whys for why they, I mean, why they live, why they may have started, why I started my podcast, why you started making music. So um, I definitely do agree with you just wanting to be remembered. Like you said, you you make dope music. You, you just came out with a project. And yes, definitely for everybody out there who needs something to listen to, who loves music just as much as I do, please, please, please go download that project. I listen to it on shuffle at least once a day. Got to get my morning started. I love my song, Red Light. That's my my absolute favorite right there. So with you kind of, like you said, you do the pop, you do the gospel, you do the hip hop, the R&B. How did you always kind of start knowing that you wanted to be in a diverse category when you first kind of came out and said, hey, I want to brand myself as X Brody, where you was it just R&B? Was it just one genre? And then you kind of opened up to more. Did you always kind of start knowing, hey, I want to tackle as many things as I can, make as much music as I can do? Um, you know, and it's crazy. I, I think that the reason that I do tackle so many genres and, you know, when I was a kid, I hated this. But my mother, she never really let me listen to certain music. And that, that deemed to be the biggest blessing in my life because my my you know, uh, my catalog of music that's sitting in my in my mind and in my heart goes way beyond, you know, just one thing. And I'm not referring to like just trap music or country, whatever it is. You know, it, I, um, she, actually my mom used to buy me a, what do you call them now? This is what I call music CDs. I had a ton of those. Um, so that, that, those tapes would have, you know, pop, you know, R&B, hip hop, all the, all the latest hits. Um, of the time, and I used to, you know, sit and soak those in. So, you know, I was listening, whether it be listening to, you know, DMX or Nelly or, you know, Tim McGraw, and then I'm back at Justin Timberlake, and it's like, you know, and Little Bow Wow was cool when I was younger, so of course I wanted to rap and be be, be him at the time. You know, it was just a, you know, the, in terms of, like, 
all those feelings. I just love all types of music. So whenever I hear a song or hear a beat, that's that's kind of what comes out of me is the is the influence that I've had with all those areas. So. I got you for sure. And I, I definitely, uh, you brought back some memories when you said, now this is what I call music. It started making me think about the, the kids' bop CDs that I owned before I was able to, uh, before I was lucky enough to get an iPod Nano uh, for Christmas one day where I just, where, that's been back when LimeWire and FrostWire and we were just getting everything illegally. But yeah, before that, I definitely did have the, the CD player with the 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 uh the G rated songs as we call them where they kind of took those popular songs by the Little Wayne's or the Ti's or different people and kind of just put the kids spin on it with the uh, with a little less vulgar and a little less obscenity so definitely interesting to see how our, how far our music tastes come as well as the transformation of music and, and really Kids Bop still making uh, CDs today so that's something very interesting but I do I'm definitely do relate to that same sentiment of parents not letting you listen to certain things or censoring certain things or when you're cleaning around the house, we all knew what type of music we cleaned to and woke up to early Saturday and Sunday morning. So um, I definitely understand with that. So as far as uh, the name itself, X Brody, was this, where did that kind of originate from? Did you kind of just want to keep it simple where you just kind of, was, was it given to you by somebody else? I know sometimes some artists have funny stories about how their name came about, or was this really just, hey, let me just take the X and Xavier. Let me just keep my last name. And this is this is just me. This is who I am. You know, believe it or not, you know, although cause if you listen to my music now, you you probably wouldn't even be able to hear the influence. But, um, you know, I, just like a lot of other people, I went through a bunch of different rap names. Uh, I, I'm not I was like Little Z at one point. I guess you could probably guess what time period that was. And um, then I had a bunch of other names, X, X-Man, et cetera. But once I was getting, you know, really, really serious about music and was getting a decent amount of t- attention in my hometown when I was in high school. Um, this was around the time uh, a dude from Fayetteville came out. Um, y'all know him as J. Cole. And I man, I was a real big fan of it because I had never seen anybody come out of North Carolina the way I had, you know, was able to see him do it. It was crazy. Like, like it's, you know, I think, and not in just me, but in a lot of people from my, in these small towns, you know, the 910, you, you were like looking like, it, it gave you that little bit of hope like damn, I I could possibly make it out of here and and do something on a scale, you know, like he did. So, um, you know, real, you know, a lot of respect to him, a lot of respect to his message. I, I in the beginning when I was really really getting serious about music, you know, I was I was trying to rap just like him, you know, all those types of things. So, you know, you know, it's J Cole. I that's where I kind of got the ex Brody, um, and then to 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 keep ex Brody, I wasn't really cool. With my you know, I never. Got a chance to know my dad, um, so I really ran with the name and my explanation behind it was, you know, me just exing, you know, putting the X over that that last name of mine, you know, saying that I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not him, I'm not somebody that's gonna run away, I'm not somebody that leaves his family, I'm not somebody that's that's too scared to, to tackle his fears, you know, I'm I'm me, and you know, Xavier is who I am, and 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 whatever the rest of that you know, that's tied along it, you know, I know people always talk about like generational curses and sh- things like that, or you like your, you end up like your father anyway, I, I was destined and I was determined to beat that. So that's kind of why I kept the name because, it, you know, it's pretty dope. I like that. And I really do like that idea, that last point that you touched on about not really wanting to follow in the footsteps of other people and not really letting our our past situations, our past circumstances, our past dealings, even our past relationships dictate what we have moving forward, dictate what we what we want for our lives. A lot of times we um, 
we see people say or we see people kind of attribute a certain maybe downfall or trial or tribulation to um, their upbringing or maybe to a past relationship or everything. But sometimes we just got to realize that's a part of life. Everything is not going to be perfect there. There's beauty in the struggle for sure. And I think that's what makes you appreciate it much more. Just wanting to want better for yourself, just looking at where you came from or looking at where you once were and then being able to see where you are today. So I really do like that. So now I was actually talking to a, a good friend of mine and he was actually telling me that he was interested in starting his own podcast. And he was just like, hey, tomorrow, like, I don't really I don't really want to step on like your toes or anything like that. Or I'm hoping that. I hope that in you hearing this or even in me reaching out, like you don't take this the wrong type of way or um, or anything like that. But I'm really just reaching out to you for advice. And I first and foremost, I told him, I said, listen, you can literally start the same podcast as me. You can you can bring on different business owners. You can bring on different people who you may know who are passionate about what they do and, and so forth and so on. And, bro, I'll, I'll love it. I'll support it. I'll post it. I'll repost it just because you can have a different spin. For one, you can have a different design, different name. It's you. You'll have a different voice on it first and foremost. So I want to support that in any way. So now and it really just made me think about how everybody does kind of like the same things, but just different avenues, whether it be women with their lashes, women with their hair, with the nails, guys with clothing and even women with clothing, too. So now with you with music and you kind of have your your close counterparts out there and your close people who you've also kind of collabed with to your Dre the East's and your your Trey Scarboroughs and your germ on the keys. So now with all of you kind of just being so talented and being in your your own way, but all nonetheless under the same industry, is there anything that you personally do and even other artists out there that you know um, that you've posted, featured on, whatever the case may be. Um, is there anything that you do specifically to differentiate yourself? Or are you just, like you said, are you really just ex-Brody? Do you want to just make dope music in any form or fashion? And, and before I say anything, I got to ask Slade the Supreme, one of the greatest rappers I know um, amongst that. Absolutely. In that list, yeah, definitely solid, dude. Um, in, in terms of me like trying to make myself different than other people, no, nah, I don't know. I don't really try it. You know, I... Again, I didn't. What I think is so cool about me, man, it, it, and it kind of bothers me sometimes. Um, and me and Slade talk about this all the time. Um, you know, I, I get, I see people who, you know, they're like, man, you hear, you, you know, the song here, or you know where this sample came from, man. My mom and they, she used to play this, and my dad used to play this old school music for me all the time, and and they got so, they got so like, I don't know, like they almost embodied a certain culture so well, like a certain sound and a certain way things are done. Um, and, and it's structured. So, you know, to, to a way where they, you know, they know certain, certain runs and certain ways to sing a song, a certain keys to do a song because they grew up on those, on those, on those, you know, on that music, which was a great time for music and was, a, and it's dope music. But me personally, I was kind of like an outlier in the black community in a way. Like I didn't, you know, I know way more gospel songs than I know, like, you know, those classic R&Bs. And I'm, I'm catching up on a lot of that stuff over, you know, over the years. So, you know, for me to be different, I just think that I wasn't influenced the same way. So it just happens naturally. And, you know, the topics, of you know, that I'll decide to take or, or decide to talk about, you know, everybody doesn't, they don't talk about that stuff. You know, they don't really talk about it as vulnerable as I would, you know what I mean? I, I, I grew up in a way where I started just kind of figuring these things out on my own. Um, so I just think my music allows me to be different just by being myself because, you know, I, again, I came up in, in a different way, man. Um, I don't, you know, I don't really, I can't really think of anything specific that I do, man. I just try to be really creative. 
I'm a sponge, man. I really, I soak up anything that I hear. So whether I heard a sound or something great from a dope song that's on the radio, from the from me just standing outside listening to nature or just like hearing a, something from a video game or some anime that I watch or something about it, it just sticks with me. It All those things, anything that I ingest, it then comes out music. Like I just did a recent freestyle, right? My boy Isaiah was like, he had hit me up like before I did that. I was like, yo, X, I love when you just like, when you really talking, you you know what I mean? Like when you talking and stuff, like you just going, you know what I mean? You just rapping, you know, I like to hear that. I like when you go to that place. So, you know, I thought about the things that he liked to listen to. I thought about the songs that him and other people, my boy Doug, I, I thought about what he liked to listen to. What makes them, you know what I'm saying? What makes them click sometimes, you know what I mean? And I was like, and then now, now let me bring it back to me. Now, what can, what is it that I have to offer that fits that mold? Because if I don't have it, I'm not going to like try to reshape myself to, to please other people. I'm going to give you me the best way I can. You feel me? Like if my place serves this food, I'm going to serve it. I'm going to find out what you like. And if I can, if I do great at it, then I'll keep serving it. But I'm not about to, you know, try to switch up my whole plan to force, you know, to force myself to fit someone else's mold. So fortunately it worked. And, um, you know, they like, you know, they like the freestyle. And then I got some people who, you know, there was a friend of mine named Nia. She, you know, it's crazy how things stick with you. Nia, Nia they used to go to ACU. She, she came and told me one day, like she was, she had hit me up. I had did some rap or something. And she was like, yeah, I like when you sing more than you rap, right? And that at first was like, oh, what you trying to say? I can't rap. You feel me? Like I rap now. I, I can. Don't let this R and B fool you. I, I I will give almost actually I'll give anybody a quick sixteen easy. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was like, all right. And then so it stuck with me, bro. It was like a compliment that stuck with me, like because I, I was always nervous about the singing thing, and I was like, shit, you know, maybe I do sound good singing. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go with it. I kept doing it and it worked. People liked it a little more than they were hearing the, you know, you know, seeing me do the rougher raps. You know what I mean? I guess the image didn't fit for them. You know, sometimes they don't click. You know, they're thinking like, all right, cool, Kappa, Pretty Boy, and we're doing these hard raps. Like, that ain't what I want to hear from them. Like, I, I'm cool with your story and all, though, but where the stuff for the ladies at? And then I'm like, all right, well, and uh, I love doing that kind of music. I love singing anyway. You, you know, rest in peace to my boy Beans. Um, but he's, you know, he's one of the first people to give me a chance to get to the studio. And they used to, they used to be mad at me all the time back in high school. Cause I always wanted to go in there and just sing. Like it was just how I was, bro. Just, it was just me, bro. I just like to sing. I like to dance. Um, you'll, you'll see that every now and then. Like if you follow me, you'll see every now and then I try to slide the dancing in there and I still ain't broken out of my, 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 uh, my shell on that. But, you know, I just like being artistic, man, and creative and singing and making those kinds of sounds. just allows your voice to be an instrument in the song outside of the words you ever you ever listen to a song and not know what the, you know like a song in another language but you still get a good feeling from that song or, or you can feel the sadness from it you have a no clue Absolutely. what they're saying yeah that's even the, in just the yeah that's yeah. Stuff. <laughs> i know exactly what you're... all right so i try to make my voice an instrument so i guess that, that makes it a little different i try to give you a feeling just from the sounds that I'm using. Okay. You dropped a lot of a lot of great gems there. And I really hope that people are, were listening to that. And one thing that really stuck out to me was the fact that you said, like, it's, it's not really anything specific that I do or that I can attribute. It's really just, it's just me. It's just who I am. It's just me by nature. Like sometimes we all know the people who, when it comes to anything, not even really just music per se, but the people who just do too much sometimes. You're looking at him or you're looking at her and you're just, all right, like, all right. I, I could tell they're trying to step out their zone or do something different here, but 
all right, they doing a little bit too much or just trying to be seen or whatever, they're trying to be heard, whatever the case may be. So, but with you is 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 really just a it's just a natural thing. And I think that's sometimes what makes it even that much better. You don't even realize that you're setting yourself apart or you don't even realize that you're making a name for yourself and you truly are. And then something else that, that really stuck with me is how people will put like a label on you, especially like when it comes to music. Like it was like you said, like, okay, well, He's a cap on um, um, the other side of 1911 for those people out there listening. I didn't want to throw that in there. But yes, Xavier touched on it. <laughs> but we are still very good friends. But like you said, people will put the label on you and say, OK, well, if, if he's this type of person or if he's maybe soft spoken or something like that, I, I accept I expect him to just be singing. Or maybe if they know somebody with a rougher upbringing or maybe just carries himself as OK, I just want to hear straight rap or just hard beats, this and that, this and that. But I mean, that's not fair in all honesty. And I mean, even me, I've done it. Like I've heard certain artists who I'm so used to rapping and I'm so used to just, like you said, they give you that quick 16 or these quick or these good like lyrics. And you're just like, once you hear them sing or, or break out a new, let's just say instrument per se, or just a new sound, you kind of just take a step back. Like, what are they doing? Or or why did they try this? Or da, 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 da. But to them, it's just, look, music is, is it's an industry. It's so broad. Like you said, you it's, it's almost never ending. You can always do something, switch it up. A beat can always sound different, a, an effect here, auto-tune, whatever the case may be. So I think that we should respect people's creative process and however they go about that, uh, most definitely. And I like what you said, what you're already doing, how you really just want to make your voice an instrument for the people and really just carry. And I, it's it's been amazing to see the transition, bro. Like just from when I, I remember when you, like you said, when you used to drop the the quick little videos with the with the phone out or in the notes or the quick sixteen or just the freestyles, and we'd be tagging people this and that, or you go over somebody's beat real quick and really just kill it. And then and now I also remember the the better videos with the with the graphics or the visuals or you'll be out and about or you'll try to add some elements to it whether it be dancing or a different instrument or whatever and i i like it all but i think you you touch a different crowd every time and i think that's what people need i mean yeah for those people who love rap yeah you're just going to want to hear somebody rap or freestyle all the time but for those people who genuinely and truly appreciate music you want to hear it all you like when people experiment with different sounds or trial and error it may not always sound good but i mean look no not everything is perfect so um, I get that, bro. And like I said, I really do. It's been amazing to see the growth for sure. So talking specifically about um, your new projects and what you do. Well, for one, how many how many projects do you currently have out? Well, you know, excluding the ones that I deleted because um, I get frustrated whenever I got friends that hit me up and they like, yo, I ran into so-and-so. Yeah, I'm like, word up. Yeah, you know, some celebrity or something. For some reason, people that aren't trying to do music, they run into the celebrities all the time. Anyway, they ran into so and so, and they uh, yeah, I played them this song, and I'm like, oh man, why that one? You know what I mean? That's like 2015 me. I need new me. But new uh, in terms of projects out right now, I got she that just dropped recently. Um, I have just because, and that's the project, little small project that I dropped right before she because I, I had been a long you know time since I dropped music, and I. I was holding on to it too long. And then um, before that, I got Turn It Off. And then I got a bunch of other singles um, that are out and, you know, a couple of features with other people. But in terms of projects, now that I have three. In total that I've done fully, like, I probably say at least eight, 
but um, you won't be able to find those anymore. I'll wait till I'm popping <laughs> again. Drop like a care package like Jersey did. He said, I'm going to archive. I'm going to give y'all something to look forward to. Okay, so with what you have out and with what you've worked on, can you, more more particularly she, the most recent one, just because I remember you touched on it on your, your IG Live, and I, th- I thought that it was really, honestly, bro, I thought it was beautiful. Like I thought it was a beautiful message behind it, just from the, the artwork itself to the message behind it to the naming mm-hmm. of the songs to... The, the lyrics in the song. So what would you say, what would you say, or can you kind of just walk us through the process to whether it be she or just any project in general, what, what really goes through your mind and goes through your head? Like while you're creating a project, whether it be trying to decide the, the number of songs, the timing for each song, where each song is going to go artwork. Like how does, like, how does that process work for you? Is it a stressful process? Is it something that you you knock out one thing at a time? Is it something you kind of just, you work best under pressure? So you kind of just try to get some things together little by little bit. And then when you feel like, like you say, you're holding on to things too long, then okay, you say, all right, I got to start fine tuning stuff, editing stuff. What does that look like for X Brody? Well, for anybody that knows me, I'm not a super organized person. So it's very, very unstructured um, the way that it happens. And I also don't believe that people work better under pressure. I just believe that they begin to work because the pressure is there, you know, and that's that's me. Um, when it comes to these projects, man, um, I try to keep a bit of cohesiveness to it. Um, I don't, you know, lately, you know, with a lot of these projects that people put out, it frustrates me, man, because it's like, I see you guys out there, man. I'm not, now you're just referring to you, but just people. And they y'all are giving y'all, they're giving their time, their money to these artists you know, and sometimes these artists be giving them, you know, just they be halfing. You know what I mean? I it, they don't give them a, their full creative ability like they, you know, may have done in the past, where they, where there's, you know, their albums were having skits in it, and you were you were going through this whole story because technically you were just you at that time you were just buying like an audio movie, you know, just a movie that you can't watch with your eyes, but you're just listening, and then you can just visualize what's going on, or it all just put together. That's an album. All the other stuff is like mixtapes, you know what I mean? Where you just like, all right, this is a bunch of songs. Check me out. Just let you know that I know how to flow. You feel me? So that when I put an album out, you can rock with me. But with all these these projects that I put out, whether it be mixtape or not, I like to have somewhat of a, some some something cohesive. And, and my process, man, is it's really, bro, I just live, G. Like, and that's what's been killing me with this quarantine is that it's like causing me to just, now I can, all I can do is reminisce. Um, on, on different experiences, but you know, when I was out and about, I could live. You know, you know how college was for us, G. So like, you know, a lot of these, a lot of this music, you know, what I'm saying, comes from it stems from that period. Okay, that was probably you know the most. I don't even know how to describe it. I guess the music describes it for you. It's the craziest moment. So, you know, I, I sit in here in this room, you know, that I'm in right now, and I try to be by myself. I don't really, you know, I don't prefer people in the studio with me because I, I like to be able to just be in my own zone. Um, I like to be the, the only judge of my of what I'm doing because I want to be me. I don't want nobody like, yo, bro, I need this part. Make this jump go boom. You know, I don't need that. I, I want to give you my creative genius. Like I'm just, I see it like a big white palette and I just got all the paint in the world and I just, I just, you know, I just do what I feel. No eraser uh, is allowed. You know what I'm saying? So in terms of putting the projects together, you know, a lot of times I, I'll admit, man, I'm just, I just make songs. And then I sit and listen to all of them over and over. That's another reason why I don't listen to a lot of other music. Like if somebody come to me and they say, yo, like, you heard that new song? I'm like, nah, I'm only listening to me and probably like Slade and Drake, but you know, or Frank Ocean, that's my guy. But you know, I'm, I'm listening to all these songs. And then and at that point, that's where the work starts. 
because I didn't have to construct it into a piece. And that's what she did. If you look at she, I wanted to, I grabbed all the songs. You know, some of them I made specifically for the project, but I just grabbed songs that I, I was getting. I let Carter know. Um, he's a he's a guy, a kid that's producing my beats. I think he's in the UK, but he, uh, you know, he was just sending me beats and I kind of give him the vibe that I want to go on. And then I just go from there, man. I, I think, you know, you know, the universe just makes these things happen where like the right beats just hit. You know what I'm saying? Because I wouldn't have been able to make a song that you like, like Red Light, without that beat. You know, so that worked out. The beat hit, and and it worked out. And and I just, you know, I just stack them in a way where it's just going to give that story. Like, you know, take it easy, hits immediately, and then all the way down to Elefante, which is me kind of just finally letting it all out and and being as vulnerable as I can. You know, without all the hype songs and dancing and, and et cetera. So. You know, I just I just try to put it together like a story. I, I see each song as a chapter, and I just want it, the next chapter to kind of fade into whatever the next song is as, as, as smoothly as it can. I like it. I like it for sure. And I can definitely, it's always just interesting, bro. Like I said, when you love music as much as I do to really just, to really just dissect a project. Yeah, I listen for beats. I listen for lyrics. I listen for stories. I listen for transitions, skits, interludes. It all outros, intros, it all really. And before, like it, it was just weird just because, and I, I, I think that's kind of shown my growth within music as well. Before I used to just let a project go. Sometimes I'd even shuffle it, but now I'd be remiss if I play a project out of order, at least my first time hearing it, just because the, you could miss something. You could miss a transition from one track to another because you shuffled in it and it not make sense or you miss a piece or you miss the interlude or, or this was supposed to flow like this. And I love when beats kind of flow into one another and you really can't even tell if it's the same song or not. Like I love when a project can really just play in your ears and it really just sound like you said that cohesive feeling. So All I definitely right. do agree and I can definitely hear that with she and your singles, with your freestyles, with everything, how you just put a, the, a purpose really a purpose behind the pen i think that's and i man i, I do it every time i think that's gonna be the the name of this episode a purpose behind the pen so um but we're not gonna get too much into that one but oh, that's cool. Let's talk about my favorite word now. Well, one of my favorite words, uh, support. Can we just, just because I, like I said, bro, I've, I've watched the transition. I've watched when you, you, you kind of had to step out of your comfort zone a little bit, make yourself uncomfortable, ask, ask for support, honestly. And to me, I feel like that's something that really shouldn't have to be asked for. But just even if it's just a like, a share, a repost, whatever, I feel as though if, if people are genuine, if people, if that's your friend, if that's your man, like you say, just it's just support. I try to repost as many people as I can and share and share what I can. But can you really just talk about the journey of support with you and how that's really influenced your career and how that's how that's really motivated you to do these IG live giveaways to really just appreciate the fans to put us on your email list and send us merchandise and and just let us know everything that you have coming and continuously make music over. What has that support really done for you? Well, you know, the, the biggest thing, honestly, is getting over that over that whole fear concept, you know. You know, like, you know, I, and I was taught at a certain period of my life that if you, if you have fear, it causes you to hesitate. And if you do hesitate, whatever you fear, it usually is going to come true anyway. So if my biggest fear is that, man, what if I what if people don't listen to my music? What if they don't, you know, respond to my message? Like, what if what if they ignore me? What if they just clowning me like, oh, here he go. The SoundCloud rapper guy trying to get me to listen to his tape, you know, and they don't listen. Okay, that's cool. But if I don't hit them up, they still won't listen. So the worst that could happen is a no. So, you know, I, I got to the point where it's like, man, I really, I, man, I honestly, truly in my heart believe um, in the sound and the quality of what I make because I've tried really hard, man. I've, 
I've I've tested it so many times. I've tested it with people. I enjoy it. Uh, my family enjoys it. I mean, you got it's people like you, man. I have a I have a booklet, man. I have a book. I sat there and I looked at everybody who's ever liked any of my recent posts, right? And I wrote down, handwritten down, every single at name for all these people. One first reason being, I want to make sure when this once once this blows up to a, a to a way where people are like he made it. Cause I feel like I already made it in my eyes, but once I once I get to the point where everybody else can consider me to be an artist that's that has made it, I want to thank those people personally, bro. Because without that that confirmation, man, as an artist, sometimes you can feel like, you know, you're not really moving anywhere. Cause this is a this is a career that's solely based off of the acceptance of everybody else, man. And um, and, and that's that's what I strive to I guess strive to do is just to be acknowledged, um, but you know, by everybody, but. Um, my second reason is that I'm able to actually send this stuff out to people personally, man. I, I want a personal relationship with these people that are causing me to, to, to you know, make this music. I mean, um, you know, it's a job essentially, so it is. It, you know, it's not really su- supporting. And when I'm, I'm more so just working for y'all. You know, you don't got to repost it. You don't got to do an interview with me. Cause that's essentially gonna maybe raise the streams on the album. You don't, you know, y'all don't have to, you know, retweet, which basically says, hey, I. I co-sign what he's doing, you know what I mean? Y'all don't, people don't have to do that. People don't owe me anything. So in terms of support, I stopped thinking that somebody owes me like, oh, these people don't rock with me, man. Like, all right, all right. Like, it's no hard feelings, man. You like what you like. Tomorrow you could do this interview and not like my music. And I still do the interview because you <laughs> like what you like. Well, I don't like everything. And, and I can't be mad because my music ain't for you. Now, I, I do think a lot of people these days are, and, and, you know, I guess for a long time, they don't think for themselves. You feel me? Like, they, they wait for everyone else to agree that something is cool. But right. I've come to the point where I hate it for them more than I hate it for me, man. Because if you think that way, nine times out of ten, you're judging yourself too hard, man. And to anybody that's listening that's like that and has to wait for somebody else's approval, man, I tell you, please stop today. Stop yesterday. Because you're gonna that that's you're just destroying yourself. You know, I, I look at myself in the mirror now and I say, bro, all I can be is me. I I got, you know, I, I can I mean that's it. I, I can't change who I am. So that's the only thing that I can offer, man. I'm not gonna wait for people to say, Oh, X is cool, man. I am not gonna lie. I love to hear it now. Don't stop it. Don't stop telling me. I love to hear it. <laughs> okay, you know, if I got it, then tell me I got it. I need to know. Right. Really. You know what I mean? But you know, in terms of support, man, I just I just you know, but you gotta give people something to support. You know, I don't know if you know any anime fans watch this stuff, man. But you know, Naruto. You know, he was a character in a, in a show in in this village. They didn't they didn't support him and support his dream of being Hokage, which was like the leader of the village. Um, but him just yelling at the top of his lungs, saying, "Hey, I'm on to be the greatest of this of all time," and nobody was gonna support that until they saw him putting in that work. And that's where that's when it changed. Every time you see my IG, nine times out of ten, you're not seeing me, you know, BS around, bro. I'm not playing no games. I'm really putting this work in, man. Like, and anybody that I rock with, they putting their work in. Dre putting their work in. Slay putting their work in. Like, everybody, I keep people around me. You know, Kelly, he's putting that work in. Like, we are working. So it's like, you kind of want to support it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You see somebody, we know that what they say, God helps those that help themselves. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get all you kings and queens to help me because I'm helping myself. And we'll see where it goes. Wow. I like that. And, and really just I'm taking it back to what you said about the acknowledgement. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with 
with supporting someone. There's nothing wrong with openly admitting that to people. And I think that sometimes that's the that's the trend that we've fallen into that, oh, we can't support until somebody else stamps it or until he or she co-signs mm-hmm. it. Or that I don't want to be that first person to 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 be the, I don't want to be that outlier in a sense. Or I don't want to be that person that's that's looked at differently because I'm the only one that that took a step out on on a limb. And sometimes and that's really just the mindset, just the attitude that we we have to get out of. That's just a culture that doesn't really breed success and prosperity. So I, I definitely do agree with you. Like Drake said, I, yeah, I need acknowledgement. If I got it, then tell me I got it then. But transition a little bit. I know you just brought up Slade the Supreme again and um, Dre at the East too, and it made me think of the Threes Company Tour. So can you just tell the people out there um, a little bit about what the Threes Company Tour was for those of them who may not know or may not follow you as closely? And then can you also tell us about, I guess, what influenced Dre and Slade play like in your life when it comes to music and just in general, just because I, I see how close you guys are just through social media and just in me knowing Dre, not knowing Slade, meeting him before, but not knowing him uh, personally. But and then what did that tour really do uh, to propel you into this industry and to propel you to where you are today? Well, you know, first and foremost, just to give a slight background, I met Dre as soon as I got to ECU, man. Um, so this is back in like 2012. He was he was playing football at the time. I'm not really sure about the actual day that we started clicking, but I think they used to see me, me and uh Trey, uh, Trey Scarborough, aka the third. He was the first person at ECU to actually record me. I saw him recording in the p. Trey was in the piano room, just you know, heavy set guy, just in there singing, bro. Like I'm like, what is he doing, man? This guy, like this guy's amazing. Anybody in here? Like y'all not stopping? Why is no one stopping to hear this? So I pop in there. I'm in Scott Hall, right? I pop in there. I'm like, what's up, man? Hey, look, my name is Xavier. Look, I'm just that kind of person. I'm like, I'm going to this little audition. Come to the audition with me, man, and audition for the show, right? I only kind of heard him slightly singing. So I'm over there like, cool, let me bring this shy dude here. He, You know, maybe he'll he'll try to do it. Man, he went in there and blew it out the park, man. I didn't even want to go. He, he went right before me. I didn't want to go in after that. So after that, me and Trey became really co- close friends, and he was recording on Garage Band, and we would sit in Scott Hall in that piano room to the point that people assumed it was ours. Like they would tell people that were studying, like, "Yeah, you, you might want to leave now." Like they they're probably on their way, and they recording here. I was recording in my first uh, one of my first albums, Planet X Zone. Um, then Dre he started coming. Dre he started coming. And he, he, he'd come in here and listen to our music. He wasn't really doing music at the time, you know, more to in the sports. He'd come in there and rock with us. Me and him became pretty close friends, you know. Then, you know, we separated a little bit. I was legend, et cetera, et cetera. Um, later on in life, we started kicking it again. He was really getting into music after his injury. Um, the injury took him out of the whole football thing. And um, I, I linked up with him. He told me to come to his crib at North Camp. I pull up. There's this big dude in there, bro. Huge guy. I mean, like, you definitely know he's in the room, right? I'm like, who is this dude, right? He's like, real, real deep voice was going on. Sl- the name Slave, bro. He got the, he's like very, uh, what do you call it? You can tell he's he's from the country. He has a lot of manners. How you doing, Slave? Reach his hand out, daps me up. You know, I'm a rapper. He, he's like, he, you know, he says he's a lyricist. He doesn't call himself a rapper. I'm like, all right. As competitive I am, we already chilling, you know, had a drink or two. We like, all right, let me hear you freestyle. Like, let's, 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 let's spit. This kid started spitting. Man, I'm sitting there, eyes wide open, like, who is this guy, dude? Like, this man, like, she's like, I already knew Dre was good. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, you know, that's one of those most humbling things in the world when you really think you, you ever like, I don't know, you know, you play basketball or something and you be nice, but then you get to college and you realize, like, there's a lot of nice people. You there's know? a lot of nice people out here, right, right, right. 
You know what I'm saying? They, they fast too. You know, I was always little and fast, and I'm like, well, these guys are big and fast. You know, it's like crazy. Like, you really, you don't really know until you boxing the right people and you know how you are. So that drone just kind of made me, you know, I, I was like, man, I got to go home. I got to get to this pen, bro. I got to get my flow right. I got to get my, you know what I mean? If there's people like him walking around, I need that. So all three of us became brothers, man, as you can tell. Um, fast forward to the future. We'd always talk on the phone, talk about plans, criticize each other's music all the time. You know, I mean, I'm talking about like, you you think you think fans are bad? Where we, we I could care less about a fan. Call Dre, bro. This man will like pick apart anything. I mean, he's going to compliment you, but he's definitely one of those friends that I have that's going to like, nah, bro. Like, that album wasn't better than the out. Like, I dropped Turn It Off right after Ugly Beautiful, which was a really good project. And Turn It Off, he was like, yeah, I don't really feel any growth, though, bro. Like, all this stuff we've been doing, and yet you do something equal to or less than what you already did. What's the point of that? You know, you think like, damn, that's that's your friend telling you that? I'm like, yeah, that's a good friend. Appreciate you. Because then I came out with this fire called She on our free podcast. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, Slade ended up hitting us with an idea. It's like, man, I'm sick of waiting on people, man. You know? And I'm, I was with it, too, because I had got sick of waiting on people mixing and mastering my music. So I learned to do it myself in like a month's time. A lot of you not. He was like, yo, we should go on tour. I was like, oh, we're here. I was like, let's do it. I'm thinking it's about to be, you know, something kind of slight. You know, we just going to do a show in Greenville. He's like, yeah, now we're going all over North Carolina. I was like, all right. Dre was like, all right, I'm with it. I'm with it. Let's just pull all our fans together, all our supporters, all of our family together, and let's do it. And then that was the birth of the Threes Company store. We went and did a photo shoot for the video. Uh, downtown Raleigh. We hit that. We hit the Beatles pose on them real quick. Let them know we were serious business. Man, people flocked to this idea like crazy. It felt like I'd already made it at this point, man. It was like, wow. Like, everybody was really like, these company tickets were selling. You know, they, you know, at times it was slow, but they were selling. We sold out shows. Man, people were like interacting with us. They knew the words, the songs. I went to cities that weren't even, I, I mean, I was out of Greenville for a bit with the music. Man, I went to other cities. They singing balance with me. They singing violence with me. And I'm, you know what I mean? That's just crazy, bro. It's like the most amazing people lights up for us. You know, they, they just, and then we brought all these other dope artists out with us and they had a good time. And it's, that's what I'm in it for, bro. They make people feel. We made North Carolina feel. Um, you know, and that's and that's dope. And I think in the future I'm gonna miss that, man. You know, not being able to be that close to people and interact. You know, walking in the crowd, pulling, you know, pull a girl out. You know, maybe her birthday or something, and and sing one of the songs to her. Or had you know, Slade is the type that had a crowd singing with him because he got like gospel songs, you know, sampled in his in his in his project, a quest called Life. Dre bringing his energy, having everybody screaming because Dre, you know how he is, bro. You follow him. He he he. Just yeah, for sure. It. It, it was just, it's an amazing experience, man. Three's company. So it's not over yet. We once you know the quarantine kind of stopped our last show. Greenville was our last stop, um, but we plan on hitting the East Coast next, man. Once we get you know get the pool, everybody's albums you know starts to continue to do well. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit the world, man. Please stop stop up in the East Coast. The people need it for sure. So, um, but I like that, bro. I, I just like how you, you never really know like how you're gonna cross paths with people, or even once those paths are crossed, the the impact that you'll have in that, in their life. I mean, I could say the same about uh, my LBs. I could say the same about Dre and Trey. Just meeting Trey at freshman orientation, and then meeting Dre. I'm at Pirate Palooza and us really clicking for four years and really just the impact that those I go to bat for those dudes for anything. So really just being able to see how you did that with other people in the industry and then just hearing the first backstory, but then hearing how what turned 
into a freestyle session. Now it turned into a tour. I mean, and now, like you said, East Coast next in the world, then there's just worldwide impact. So I love that for sure, bro. Like I said, it's the sky's the limit for everybody, for you. And just for it's, it's just amazing, really, just to see the growth. Even if you just even if you go to X's page and you don't click a single video, but you really just scroll from top to bottom, you'll you'll just notice it. You'll notice the, the graphics, the transitions, the comfortability, everything, just how he really honed in on his true self and really used his voice and and really like i said put a purpose behind the pen so um I, I love that bro and i'm really excited for what you have coming for the future so just um in a quick wrap up just before we close things out what can the people what can i uh what can we expect from x brody what's next it's gonna get more of me man i really like what you said just a while ago about me being my true self man um and that feels you know that's the best feeling in the world you know, that's, and this is you know music um entertaining um being a voice of the people, you know, my last post that I posted, you know, run, you know, run with my, you know, it was, it was really important to me. Just being a, putting myself in a position where people have to listen. You know, that's kind of why I pledge, man. I, you know, one of the reasons was I wanted to get in a position where, you know, you know, black guys that would, would come to this university, you know, that probably wouldn't listen to me on the stage while I was speaking to them, but then have a reason to say, hey, man, all right, let me hear what you got to say. And I get a chance to mentor people in a way where, you know, I could change lives, you know, same thing with this music. It's going to get so much bigger than this, man. You know, once, once, once the music hits even harder, I plan on doing relationship counseling, you know, opening that, those clinics for adolescents and married couples um, in smaller cities, man, especially for adolescents, man, in places like, I'm from Duplin County, um, Dirt, you know, Dirt City, really small, um, small town. But I want to, I want to, want to build places there where people can go in there and learn about the outside world because believe it or not, you know, we got all this technology, but even still, you still, you know, people are stuck in these little areas and they feel like, man, I can't get out of here. They don't even know what out of here looks like. I know people have never been on a plane. that's never been out of their city, never been out of state, you know, and I haven't really traveled the world like that, like I wanted to. So I, I want to do this music and, and put myself in a position because it's my craft. I'd be doing the same thing if my talent was making sandwiches or, 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 you know, cleaning, cleaning toilets. That doesn't matter. I, I want to be great at what I do, and music happens to be me. I, I make great music. Uh, I want the world again to feel so that I can disappear. You know, uh, when Kobe passed, man, it was that was one of those eye openers for me, man. It was like crazy the impact that a human being can have on people he's never even touched. And I was like, man, like how did, how how am I gonna be remembered? You know, what documents can I leave here? You know, and I don't, I don't have the patience to write a book, but I got the patience to make a song. So if I can just, my book is these is this music. You know, I want to tell, tell you all about my relationships. I want to tell you about the times that I cry. I want to tell you about my laughter. I want to tell you all, I want you all to remember my smile. I want you all to remember, you know, my cocky moments. Everybody got those. I want you to remember that I told you a shy kid from, from Duplin County that, you know, was kicked out of his house, was homeless at a time, went to college on his own, principal dropped him off at school by himself, figured his stuff out, made mistakes, you know, can come out on top, man. You know, a lot of people don't know, you know, about those things, about dealing with addiction and, and coming out of that, you know, physical, you know, self-harm and, and coming out of that. They don't know that about me. I don't talk about it, but eventually I want people to know I really want to touch that kid. There's somebody else that's like me that needs to hear me talk. And they're going to believe in themselves and they're going to get out of their situation. And that's going to that's going to touch my heart and, and, and make me feel like 
I gave that pen purpose. So, sheesh, bro, it's just that's that's really it. That's all it is to it. Like you said, just everything is really just a journey. There's really a story behind the story, and then another story behind that. So, um, I, I really like how you put that, bro. Really, just I'm gonna just give y'all more of me, whatever that entails, whatever y'all grasp from what I put out there. I'm gonna just keep giving that to y'all, and keep giving y'all something to tune into, and just and just. But at the same time, really just make my impact, leave that legacy. And I, I really just had your page pulled up, and I'm glad you you said this too. But this quote in your bio really stood out to me. I just want the world to know I was here, so I can disappear. So I, I really want everybody out there listening to really just take a moment and really just understand that. I just want the or or, or really just make your own. What does that really mean to you? I just want the world to know I was here. So I can disappear. So um, I really do want to extend a, a gracious, gracious thank you to uh, ex Brody for sitting down with us today, and um, just for everything for the support he's shown me, for the support he's shown uh, my friends, and just and everybody else out there, and just for really what he does for the story um, that he puts behind the music, the purpose that he puts behind it all, and really just giving me something to get through my days sometimes, and when I need to pick me up, just being able to to throw in the she album or or a single that he might've put out, or even just a freestyle and really just get me back right and, and everything like that. And like I said, I'm really just, um, I'm looking forward to it all. Sky is really the limit, bro. And I, I definitely do appreciate you just being your true authentic self and, and stay that way. So big ups to you for sure. Definitely keep me posted with everything that you have coming. I can't wait till the gear drops. I'm going I'm to save that for the people too. But to everybody out there listening, I do hope that you were able to take something from this interview. We're able to take something from um, X Brody's story. And if you haven't heard his music already, please, please, please go get the new project, She, and make sure you follow him on Instagram. And I'll be sure to put all that in the bio and stuff. But really just tune in. He definitely has a lot more comedy. You may even be able to be a part of it. If you're somebody who makes music or you do beats or produce or whatever the case may be, everybody, let's work with everybody and let's make each other better. So um, thanks again, bro. Thanks to everybody out there listening. Um, this has been another episode of the Down to Business podcast with Tamar Turner. Mm-hmm.